Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. You can't help it that your mom's hot. Yeah, I swear I can't help it. <laughs> oh my God. Hello and welcome to Revealing Your Secrets, the podcast. Today, before we get into the secrets, we actually have a gift from a viewer that we're going to open. A while ago, we had an episode, I think it was called We Keep Our Dead Pets in Coolers. And during that episode, we spoke with a viewer who claimed that I bullied them years ago. Uh, I I still think that was an exaggeration. I sent them um, a cheeky tweet. But either way, at the time that I had bullied them, they were such a big fan that they even had a wood carving they made of me. Um, I asked for the wood carving. They said no, but they made a new one and sent it to us. So I'm about to open a wood carving of myself. What a weird job. I'm so excited for this. We've been waiting for so long. Okay, here we go. Oh, my gosh. It's really packaged. I mean, shoot. It's really building my uh, suspense, though. I'm. Oh. 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 Interesting. Okay. It's big. It's larger than I expected. Oh, shoot. There it is. There it is. That's me. In all her glory. I love it. Wow. This is like the. It's awesome. This is the podcast uh, art. That is epic. Wow. Thank you to Andrew for this beautiful piece of art. Andrew, you're an icon. Wow. This is dope. I can't wait to put this up. I want to, can I put it up right now? Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Maybe behind me right here. I know whoever's just listening to the podcast, I'll just, it's a little wood carving and it's pretty cool. Except I will say my nose looks a little bit like a dick. That's <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Can you criticize someone's art when it's a gift? I mean, who says it's a criticism, you know? That's true. I liked it. Hey, <laughs> just an observation. Can I actually, can, can someone come in here and take this? I'm going to need to fly this offset. We're, we're flying in our assistant here. Brandon, get to, get to squawking. No, no one's engineering the show now. <laughs> Thanks, Everyone, Brandon. This is Brandon. <laughs> You're actually going to meet him again later. Hmm. What's that about? You'll find out. All right, that was fun. Does it look good behind me, Amanda? Ugh, I could cry. 
You could cry. So beautiful. I believe you could cry. I think so. You know, <laughs> doesn't take much. <laughs> But that doesn't take away from how much I love it. I really love it. That's true. Thank you, Andrew. Ah, thanks, Andrew. Okay, let's get into the secrets. You've got mail. This actually isn't a secret, really. I'm pretty open about it on my Instagram and in real life. But I figured it's not normal for most people and therefore secret-worthy to some. I literally have my dog's balls in my freezer. I plan on preserving them in a jar, but the formalin I bought to start the hardening process got lost in transit. So I've had a tiny pair of chihuahua balls, they're technically big considering his size, next to my ice cream for months now. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, actually the real secret in this secret is not that you have your dog balls, it's that it isn't a secret. Like, yes, it's insane that you have your dog balls. I don't understand, but it's really m more insane that you are so open about it on Instagram. Also, what do you plan to do with them? Also, why did you have to tell me that they're technically big considering his size? Also, what flavor of ice cream? I have so many questions. I actually learned something recently about dog balls. <laughs> not something you hear very often um I have a friend of a friend is a vet and they said that if you pump dog balls or I guess like testicles from um neutering them with hydrogen peroxide I think they become bouncy and so a lot of vets will do that I, mean, I don't know about a lot of vets but some vets do they can and they do fill them up with hydrogen peroxide and then bounce them around. There's no scientific purpose. There's no uh, practical reasoning. It's just for fun. So that's a piece of information that you're welcome that I shared. Did you know that, Amanda? You know, I've learned something new every day <laughs> on the show. But also, is that nice to do? I mean, it's not like their balls are on their body anymore. No, What's but it's it matter? Like, I don't know. Don't they deserve a little more respect? Right, right. Well, on that subject, I actually, I have a little game I want to play with you. Ooh, yay. <laughs> I love a balls-related game. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different kind of ball game than we're used to. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's an improv game, and it's called, What Can You Do With Your Preserved Dog Balls? <laughs> we're going to go back and forth. Um, okay, okay. You ready? I'm ready. Uh, a pair of earrings. <laughs> nice. <laughs> a keychain. Uh, you could put them on the back of a truck, like how people put balls on the back of a truck. <laughs> okay, you could put them in your freezer and then roll them on, like, under your eyes and debuff your eyes. Oh yeah, or like because how people <laughs> people use like ice on their face, but yes. it's, instead it's dog balls. Yes, that's good. You could hollow them out and turn them into salt and pepper shakers. Damn, nice. <laughs> um, uh. Okay, that's good. I don't know what I'm, what else is there. I still got some fuel in me. Shit. Um, you could you could uh use them as a ball for your dog to play fetch with. Very meta. Very meta. You could um use it as a stress ball. Could you? Is it because it's squishy? I because I don't I don't know about its texture yet. <laughs> okay, you could. No. I don't have any more. All right. Well, that was fun. Leave a comment down below. What would you do with your preserved dog balls? Oh, 
you could throw them and then <laughs> wait okay you could do like ring toss like you could throw them and try to hit something right play a game with them you could use them for any sport involving balls true that's a lot of answers tennis ping pong ping pong ping pong would be good a really tiny basketball a tiny one <laughs> you could like throw it in the pool and then go grab it and bring it back all right, we're we're declining in, in the value of our submissions at this point. You could simply use it as a block of ice in your beverage. True. Or if you had a very small like injury, you could ice it. <laughs> I need dog balls now. So many purposes, so many uses. Um, please, please leave a comment down below and let us know your ideas. I know we had a bunch of good ones, but I'm sure there are more. Oh, and I had one more thing to say about dog balls. <laughs> Speaking of. Yes. <laughs> um, Whitney Cummings just posted a video on her Instagram about her boyfriend gifting her her dog's balls for her birthday. And then she had them in her like the video is her at her freezer, pulling them out of her freezer, saying, I have them in my freezer. So. Why that is so on brand for Whitney Cummings, I feel like. <laughs> I love her. I know, and I have so many more questions too, but it's like, I guess this is a thing. I mean, it kind of makes sense. It's like having a part of your, a piece of your pet. I don't know why. Why don't sense. you just be happy with the, a live pet that you have? I guess, yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> <I guess> you, <laughs> like, I'm not like storing my cat's toe, like clippings okay, or whatever. Can I tell you a secret? Do you have your dog balls? I have my cat's whiskers. I save my cat's whiskers in a little container. Oh, wait, that's really cute. Because like if I'm, they fall off, you're not like not, tearing not them off. I'm not plucking them out. No, if they fall off and I find them, I save them because I'm hoping that one day I'll be able to use them to clone him. <laughs> that, that, the second part is the insane part. It's not okay. that you're keeping it. It's the incentive. Okay, well, that's just a, you know, it's a maybe thing. Is, are you storing it away somewhere hidden or is it like decor? not decor it's like in a little tin that i have it's definitely not decor it's like a thing that i know that is for cat whiskers your cat whisker tin oh my god if you knew my cat you would get it he's really just the best <laughs> i can't imagine a life without him i like how like the level of how great your cat is justifies the fact that you're storing its body parts it, yes but those are those are shedded body shed right you know it's it's right. like an antler's uh yeah, antlers and ears, deer's ears. Wait, what a deer's, deer's ears! Like deer's shed their antlers, and then you find them, and you can display them because it's different than if you were to have, you know, hunted them. Like it's a different. It's they came off naturally, is what I'm saying. You offered this to me. You offered it, and I'm I'm taking you up on it. <laughs> and I got a little tin can. I got a little tin. And I'm saving it. <laughs> Amanda, thank you for sharing. And <laughs> I loved that. Okay, good. <laughs> ah. <sighs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> My dad recently experienced sciatica and was in terrible pain. So I suggested that he try CBD as it's something that's helped me a lot in different ways. And he was extremely hesitant. I think he was just coming from a place of misunderstanding what CBD is or how legitimate it is. But I was persistent. And once he tried it, he simply had to admit that I was right because it helped. And when it comes to a fast acting CBD, Next Evo Naturals is the way to go. Next Evo Naturals developed smart sorb technology clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD 
four times better than regular CBD oil because oil just doesn't mix with your water-based body. The other day, I had the Next Evo Naturals stress gummies and only noticed later that there was no, like, is it working period, which I've experienced with other brands. I undoubtedly relaxed so quickly after taking it, which makes sense because smart sorb technology improves CBD's ability to be absorbed, getting into your system in as little as 10 minutes. Next Evo Naturals are scientifically formulated to deliver more CBD in a way your body can actually use it and fast, proven 29 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. Help fight stress with Next Evo Naturals Stress CBD Complex with Ashwagandha, clinically proven to reduce stress by 70%. Ashwagandha and CBD are a powerful combination working together to target the source of rising stress hormones like cortisol. Next Evo is the only brand that combines a patented natural whole plant ashwagandha that's eight times more powerful than regular ashwagandha and they're 100% US hemp-derived SmartSorb CBD with four times better absorption than standard CBD. Get to the root of stress with the Stress CBD Complex from Next Evo Naturals. For up to 25% off subscription orders or $40 or more, use promo code SECRETS at nextevo.com. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com, promo code SECRETS. It's fall, which means it's the perfect time to cozy up and check save money off your to-do list by subscribing to HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit and cooking at home. With HelloFresh, ingredients travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days so you know they're fresh. Plus, pre-portioned ingredients make cooking a snap and cut down on food waste. Plans are flexible and you can choose your meals from the week from over 30 recipes. Update your preferences or change your delivery day all in the HelloFresh app. Also, Green Chef and Every Plate are now owned by HelloFresh, and with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. And now my listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with me. Cooking for myself always makes me feel good, my body and my brain, but I don't want to find recipes, I don't like grocery shopping, and I'm not very intuitive in the kitchen. Years ago, I actually did a HelloFresh brand deal on my YouTube channel, and from there, my life was not the same. Meal kit delivery taught me how to cook and made feeding myself so much less daunting. I personally love HelloFresh because it feeds me so many meals throughout the week. The smallest portion per recipe is for two people and I live alone. So I will cook one night and then the next day I have something for either lunch or dinner, which is really consistently relieving a lot of pressure when it comes to taking care of myself. I always have something to eat. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Secrets65 and use code Secrets65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Secrets65 and use code Secrets65 for 65% off plus free shipping. My mom made me break into my grandma's house so she can pawn her things. When I was 16 or 17, my mom had a bad drug addiction. As far as I know, only oxys, and it started in 2009, but I found out when I was 16, so nine years later. Shortly after she came out about her addiction, we were evicted from our house because she wasn't paying rent and moved in with my grandma. After about a year of living with my grandma, we were kicked out because my mom kept pawning her things. I wasn't a very good kid. I would sneak out and go against my parents all the time. My mom started to use it against me. She'd tell my family members of things I did if I didn't help her. One day she knew my grandparents were out of town and she needed money for her drugs. She made me break a window at my grandma's house, crawl through, the window was a high window, and let her in the house. I don't know what all she took, but I know she took their TVs, they had four, and I think my 
grandma's sewing machine. My grandma called the cops and tried to find the pawn shop she pawned them to. Obviously, she knew my mom had something to do with it, and they never found the stuff as far as I know. My grandma now has security cameras and extra locks on all the doors. To this day, they think it was my mom's friend that broke in, and no one knows I was involved. Whoo, that is dark. The part that makes me the saddest is that they took the grandma's sewing machine. I'm like, oh, this poor old lady just wanted to hem something and now she can't. It's really depressing when parents uh, kind of loop their kids into doing whatever bad behavior they engage in. I know I have a, f- a friend of a friend whose parents, I, I think this is okay for me to share. I'm not saying who, Um, they used to make them... They would get all the groceries that they wanted at the grocery store and then the parent would walk out and then make the kid steal the groceries. Uh, obviously, the kid would get in less trouble, but eventually the kid did get caught and had to do a ton of community service and and take the fall for their parent, which is really fucked up. Also, the in in all of the fucked upness of the secret, the one thing that I is standing out to me the most is that they had four TVs. That's a lot of TVs. They're, it's like... They're treating it like litter boxes. You know, like you don't need two per person. Four TVs? Is it just me or is that a lot of TVs? Amanda? I'm going to say that's a lot of TVs. That's a lot of TVs. <laughs> like like two per household tops. Totally. Uh, are you sad up back there? <laughs> oh, wh- oh, about this? Yeah. Oh, of course. We're sad. No, this is sad. I I, I think anything where uh, where a parent is involving a kid in something is sad because you're just a kid and you don't, I mean, you just don't know to speak. There's no, it doesn't feel like there's an option, I think. Yes. And that's sad. I'm not experiencing sadness. Brandon's not experiencing sadness. Brandon has like an elevated consciousness. He, he, like, I'm not surprised that Brandon doesn't feel sad. I'm I'm excited that the audience is getting little teasers of Brandon today because they're going to meet him later. It is wild how that's happening, like organically. We're just we're getting little little Brandon tidbits, little Brandon uh, aperitif here. <laughs> Ooh, I like that word. I know. I don't know where it came from. Just <laughs> thin air. It's something about Brandon that makes me want to use classy words. <laughs> he he has like a magic <laughs> oh, feel to him. I was looking right at him and I was like aperitif. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon allows us to channel our best self. Brandon should just sit in the corner in this room and like give me all of his knowledge while I film the podcast. Oh, that's like, that was like, um, last week's episode about eating books. That's exactly what I was going to say. I knew it. You could just sit next to Brandon and absorb all his knowledge. (laughs) Oh my God. Brandon would probably tell us not to put him on a pedestal, you know, no false idols. That's true. Well, we also learned that lesson. We learned a lot on the pod. We do. All right, let's get get to the next one. It wasn't a sentence. (laughs) Brandon, I need your help. (laughs) Forming sentences. This is not safe for work, so be prepared. So I guess this is bad. I'm sorry, haha. For a few months now, I've gotten into a really bad kind of kink. It's blackmail. I've gotten about seven different men to blackmail me. Nothing has been exposed yet, so I guess I'm doing good. This is probably going to be traumatizing. I understand that. So I should stop, I think. Thoughts? What? I don't understand. What compels someone to be turned on by blackmail? What is it, like anxiety? You're, you're turned on by anxiety? 
I can't relate. That's literally what brings me out of being turned on. And I wonder what they're being blackmailed blackmailed with. It's probably just nudes. I would guess it's nudes. But uh, if I were to be into, if I had a blackmail kink, I think I'd want to get more creative than that. Like um, maybe like really unflattering photos. Um, that would be good. A copy of my journal. Um, what would be an audio recording of a therapy session and then contact info for any person who I named in the session <laughs> so they can send it to them. Oh, oh, this was a Nathan for you episode where I, if you've never seen the show, you no, should watch it. No, I just, it. that's Amazing. so funny that you said that. I just started watching just started it. What? Oh, we both just started. Brandon and I both just started. How wild is that? A synchronicity. Woo! Woo! I well, love in this Nathan Free episode, if you don't know what the show is, is basically he's a he gives people business advice, but it's like horrible and funny. And the it was for a weight. Uh, sorry to spoil this episode. It was for a weight loss company, and the they to incentivize people, they had them proclaim film self tapes proclaiming something horrible and then use that against them so they would come on camera and say like I cheated on my wife or like I'm a pedophile and if if they didn't lose a certain amount of weight in a certain time they would send that stuff to their bosses or like people in their life so that would be good blackmail I think that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan? Not a fan? Oh, that's horrible. What would be your blackmail of choice out of all the stuff we listed? Like the one I would want. like would be the, the one you wouldn't painful? want, which is the best option. Do you know what I mean? Um, What would be the one? The, probably the video of me admitting something. Right. That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, what would yours be? Um, I think... My diary would be pretty... Oh, that'd be pretty horrible. Pretty too. bad. <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> oh, man. None of that sounds great. I can't wrap my head around what's going on in your head, but I wish the best. I wish you all the best. Good luck. Hi. This happened a couple years ago, and I feel awful about it. Like, seriously terrible. I have struggled with an eating disorder since I was 11. I've always had issues with my body and food, but that's when I think it got serious. When I was 15, I was not coping well, my eating disorder was at its worst, and I became a totally different person. Angry, defensive, closed off. I love to cook, even it makes me feel more in control of what I'm eating because I know exactly what's in the food. I would often cook for my friends and family and I was really good at it. The thing is, when I was at that stage in my life, I became very jealous of everyone's bodies and their natural thinness, particularly my best friend, who also slightly struggled with body image, but was doing well from what I saw. I was thin, but I didn't see it that way as my reality was so distorted by my illness. I started to add more oil, butter, and high-calorie ingredients food into the food I cooked for my friends and would bake for them all the time. I'm not going to beat around the bush. I was trying to make them gain weight because I felt so horrible about my own. It was such a fucked up thing to do, especially because I knew my best friend had issues in the past with her body. After a few months, she started to complain about gaining weight and she spiraled back into bad eating habits. I stopped after that because I had found a good therapist and I felt so horrible for what I did. I've never told anyone. I still feel incredibly guilty and she has not stopped restricting food since that happened a couple of years ago. She hasn't been diagnosed, but I'm pretty sure she has an eating disorder now and I feel like it's all my fault. Woo, that's heavy. That feels like a very appropriate, inappropriate word to use in this very moment. Uh, oh, man. 
That, was, that pleased me. <laughs> I'm glad it pleased you. I feel like I've learned a lot about self-forgiveness in my lifetime um, and self-compassion and just accepting the fact that we are always doing the best we can in any given moment with the tools we have. And obviously this was bad. And obviously you now know not to do it again. You know better. But there has to be some sort of leeway for your past self and just knowing that she was ill and she really didn't know how to do any better. And I don't actually think there's anything you can do about the situation now. I mean, even if you admit it to your friend, she's still stuck in this illness and it's, you know, her journey. I actually will tell you, kind of interestingly enough, I was on the other side of this story. I grew up in a household with someone who was very ill with an eating disorder. And I feel like I was a uh, kind of victim to this behavior where I was being pushed to eat things and uh, that I didn't want to eat or, you know, I, I felt pressure to eat to almost make them feel better. And it kind of messed with my head for sure. But I'm okay now and your friend will be okay. So I just feel like f for your own sanity, self-forgiveness, self-compassion, that's all you can do. And you just keep it moving. Which also feels inappropriate to say to someone in regards to an eating disorder. Keep it moving, girl. Really bookended that one, you know? <laughs> Okay, basically, I scammed a man out of $40,000 in the span of a year by just lying to him. I met him on Tinder, like, maybe two years ago, and we clicked. And then I, I don't know how the conversation came up, but I had said I was hungry and that I didn't have groceries or anything. And he was like, and he, like, offered to send me money. And I, like, wasn't going to turn that down. So he sent me like 50 bucks and it had, like I had just met him. So I, something clicked in my head. Like maybe this man is a little gold chest I found for myself. And that sounds fucking horrible, but I just went with it. Like, you know, I would come up with different shit. Like, oh, I have like a doctor's appointment that I can't afford. My car just broke down. Oh my God. I just remembered one of the most outrageous lies I told him was that I had gotten gum stuck in my hair. And I had to cut all of it, mo most of it off. And he, he had to send me money so I could buy <laughs> wigs. And he did. Like, he sent me, like, hundreds of dollars at a time. And, like, I would tell him I need makeup. And he would send me hundreds of dollars. But also, like, it wasn't just, like, sugar daddy because he was, like, in love with me. And basically, I pretended to be in a relationship with him just to get money. I never met up with him. We are in the same city, but I never met up with him. And eventually I had told him I moved away. Then like from there it was, I was robbed and I needed money. I was being verbally abused by the people I was living with. I was sick. My car broke down, like shit like that. And it started getting worse. And then eventually I told him that my aunt was holding me captive and that he had to send me $6,000 so she would leave me alone. And he did. And like for so long, I made it okay in my head or I kind of like, you know what? I'm not that bad of a person. Like if he fell for it, that's on him. But now I've realized like I've done something really fucked up and 
I regret it because now, fuck, my voice got shaky. Now, like, I'm fear for my life because him and his friends have tried to track my phone. He makes fake um, social media accounts to follow me. Like, he threatens me. His friends threaten me. And, like, they tell me that he's going to kill himself because of me and that I ruined his life. And, like, fuck. And all I want to do is pay him back. But also, like, I don't want to contact him again. And I don't have money to pay him back. So I'm kind of in a pickle. I don't know. I literally got $40,000 out of him in a year. And I never talked to him on the phone. I never met up with him. And, like, he even got a fucking apartment for us. Like, eventually, like, I told him that, like, my parents had kicked me out or that, oh, my God, I feel so bad for saying this one, that my grandma had died and then I was living with her at the time, allegedly or whatever. And (laughs) he got an apartment for us. And, like, he got a a one-year lease and he sent me the address. He's like, come home, baby. Like, I'm ready to take care of you and shit. I know. Fuck. I know I'm all over the place, but it was a lot. My God, that is a pickle. That's a pickle and a sandwich and a <laughs> bag of chips. That so fun. That's exactly what stuck out in my head, too. I was thinking, this is a big deal. <laughs> oh, my God, Amanda. I love you. I love you. <laughs> oh, she should feel bad. Like, I'm glad she feels bad. It's sort of her inner light letting her know never to do this again. But I don't actually feel that bad for the dude. I feel bad that he's so gullible. But how naive do you have to be to send a complete stranger you've never met this much money? And and that that stranger coincidentally in the same year uh, gets what, what like abducted by their aunt, gets robbed, needs to buy a collection of wigs. <laughs> it's just like... Simply too much chaos to believe. I feel like at this point, she's still in the pickle, right? She's still in the dill pickle. Maybe it's a, ma- a matter of apologizing. Sometimes people just need to know that you're sorry. Do you? But if she apologized, is that her confessing to anything? She didn't actually commit a crime, did she? He sent all of that of his own free will, right? I think so. I think you're right. So I just an apology. Or- I mean, she she conned him, but he also like wanted to be conned. Right. I don't think she act- technically did anything. Like she illegal. no, she just lied. She just lied to him, but that's not illegal. So so maybe an apology would be good. Or yeah, you could just do what you're doing, which is fall off the face of the earth. Or <laughs> you're obviously good at lying. I feel like this person is fully capable of faking their own death. <laughs> That is the third option. How would you handle this, Amanda? Um, I think I'd move to another country and assume a new identity. Yeah, that seems that seems like the safe choice. Good luck yeah. if you do. If you do, call into the I show. Hear, uh, the UK is nice. <laughs> Good luck out there. We actually have another viewer hiding away in the UK <laughs> under a false identity. If you guys watch that episode, so. Go join them. Hi, Alex. So I've had this friend, let's call her Avery, for about two years. And I've kind of grown an obsession with her dad. 
Um, and he's married and all, but like, I don't really care because his wife is a bitch and she's never really home. So, um, we kind of had multiple chances to like be in a room together alone. And he's always so flirty. Like he comments on my outfit and like my hair and I don't know. I think he's honestly into me, but he obviously can't cheat on his wife. But my obsession has gotten so bad where like, I'm not interested in anyone else. And I don't know what came over me, but about two months ago, I decided to order these hidden cameras that look like a a block to an iPhone charger. And I was gonna put them in his room so I could, you know, watch him or whatever. But like, I didn't know when I could sneak it in there. So I waited, you know, till he was at work and I snuck them into his room and I put them in the wall and it was so like, you could not even tell at all. So I'm not surprised they never caught me, but I don't even feel that guilty because I feel like he'd be into it in a weird way. Cause like, he's probably into me. Like, how could you not be, you know? And so I've been watching them for, I've been watching him fuck his wife for about like two months now. And I'm scared the battery is going to die in the camera. Like, I don't know what I'll do at that point. Like, I guess I'll have to figure out something else and put a new one in there. But I tried to Google how long the battery lasts and I can't find anything. So I'm kind of like freaking out, but I don't know. We'll see. I obviously kind of have a problem, but you think I love him. I'm in love with him. Like, I don't know what you can do. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. <laughs> love your videos. What, her delivery, like the her entire persona in that submission was so good. Uh, also, just the confidence. I kind of like her. <laughs> it's fucked up. I want to be friends with her. I do. And honestly, like, I know what she's doing is wrong. And I'm into it. Yikes. Is that bad? Um, I've had crushes on older people before. And yeah. if I knew that I could buy a little camera and put it in their room and watch them fuck their spouse, hell the fuck yeah, I would have. So I'm really glad that I didn't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if I actually would have. But in theory, it's hot. Okay. I, I hear you. You know, I just think if like, I guess if I'm actually in love with a person, I don't know that I'd want to watch them fucking someone else. But there's such a a lack of true proximity for them to really getting together. So it's like all you can get. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. If there's no chance. Chance. Yeah. Also, I, as turned on as I am, (laughs) dripping in my seat. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry. Why'd I say that? Um, clown juice. I am clown juicing all over this chair. I I think that you really should just, I, I know she's worried. She, her biggest concern, which made me laugh that you, this stood out to you, is that the camera is going to die. <laughs> Not that she's going to get caught. Um, let it die, okay? Ha- you've had your fun. Uh, don't get a new battery. Don't charge it. You you did what you did, and it's it was really lovely and awesome, and I hope you got a lot of good orgasms out of it. But it's time to go to therapy. 
take you and your daddy issues to therapy. Good luck. <laughs> is that mean that I told her she has daddy issues? I mean, it, the writing's on the wall. Well, no. The, ca- yeah. the camera's in the, on the pretty, wall. Pretty clear, I think. <laughs> Cut and dry. You know, <sighs> there's a lot of gray area in life, but there's some things that are simply black and white. <laughs> Hello. So this secret um, only one other person knows about because they're kind of in the story. So I'll just get right into it. Basically, I'm dog-sitting my sister's um, dog, um, and I'm at her fancy, bougie apartment. And this actually just happened yesterday. So I was taking her dog out to go for a walk, and that's the dog snoring. It's an English bulldog. (laughs) And um, I noticed there's Uber Eats, a Boston Pizza Uber Eats, um, in the entryway. And I'm like, damn, that smells really good. So I send a picture to my girlfriend and I say, should I steal this? I'm joking. And then I take, I don't steal it. I take the dog for a walk and I come back an hour later and it's still there. And something came over me in that moment because I just decided to grab that paper bag and run to the elevator and so I did. I brought it back up to her room, my sister's apartment, where I'm house-sitting. And I opened that bag, and oh my god, there's chicken wings, which is my favorite. And I was so hungry. I think maybe that's why my brain like had a moment where I stole it. And I ate two of the chicken wings, and then I snapped to my senses and was like, oh, I'm a bad person. I shouldn't have done that. And I started freaking out and I called my girlfriend and I was like, I stole it and I ate two chicken wings. What do I do? And she's like, I don't know. That's your problem. I'm not going to tell you what to do. So basically I decided to package it back up without the done chicken wings. By the way, I put the bones in my own trash, but I closed it up and tried to make it look as presentable as possible. And I brought it back down to where I found it and I put it back and I looked straight in the camera because there is a camera in the lobby. And I like put my hands up, basically surrendering. And that's my secret. We did not organize these secrets correctly. Like, how am I supposed to have any even blink at this secret after we just learned that someone scammed a man out of $40,000 and put a spy cam in their friend's dad's room so they could watch him fuck his wife. Like, you stole some chicken wings? Good. Great. Eat another one. Eat the bag for all I care. (laughs) You're, You're going to heaven. That's all I got. I will say, though, on the topic of stealing food, I've always thought about how easy it would be to do that. Like, people constantly have Postmates sitting outside their door. Like, you know, you you go to a coffee shop and now you can order stuff ahead online. People just walk in and grab their drink. If you go in there, you're confident, grab a drink, hope you like it. Not to give anyone any ideas, but I'm just saying it's like, really, I feel like it's an easy, an easy thing to do. Amanda, have you ever stolen food? Uh, not on purpose, but I do have kind of a funny story about this. Okay. So I live in a building that has two different addresses and each of the addresses have a a number 12. 
Okay. So I didn't know this at the time because I had just moved in and some food got delivered to me and it said number 12. And I was so confused. And I it, like, it sat there for an hour and I called the plate, the, the food place. And they were like, yeah, I guess just eat it. <laughs> it was sushi. And so I, I'm, I'm a little picky with sushi. So I didn't want, I didn't even want everything that came, you know, like it wasn't like I was like so hyped to eat it, but I was like, what the hell? Like, I don't want it to go to waste. So literally as I'm sitting down, like, and you can, the way it's so embarrassing because you can see my table from the way, like if there's like a big window, so you can just see into my place. And the somebody comes to knock on my door and it's like, I think you got my postmates. And I had just opened it and I was like, I am so sorry. Like here, I didn't touch the, it was so uncomfortable. And I like, I felt horrible. And like, that was how I met my neighbor. And then eventually it was just always awkward. <laughs> But do you still see them around? They moved out. Probably because of you. Probably. They were like, my neighbors are assholes. But I didn't mean to. I, would, I wouldn't have done that. I just didn't want the food to go to waste. It was, but the timing was impeccable. It's just, really comedic. But to this person, I think it's good that your conscience kicked in. That's a good sign. Yeah. Because in the previous secret about the 40K, it didn't quite kick in as soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? All you stole was two wings, 40K. And no, and no one wants, wants to kill you. <laughs> no so, one, so you're I, actually, uh, so you're doing great. <laughs> Not bad, you know? Top of the class today. Today, we will be speaking with the following secret submitter. Hi. I don't know why I decided to confess it. It's weird and no one else knows about it except my family. But here it goes. I shower with my mom <laughs> and she cleans my hair. I'm 20 years old and we still do this. It's just that she's really good and fast at cleaning my hair, LOL. And she doesn't mind. And she showers with me for convenience. If she doesn't have time or something like that, she just hops in. I also like my mom's boobs. And I had a sex dream about her. Get them on the phone immediately. Get them in the shower. Let's go. Hello. Hi. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too. I love your show. Thank you. Thank you for joining it today. You're welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Can I probe you about your submission? Uh, you can say anything you want. Anything? Okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> you're like, I don't know what I just signed up for. <laughs> you send us a submission saying that you shower with your mom. I know. <laughs> Do you always shower with your mom or only sometimes? Uh, no, sometimes. Uh, she like uh, After she finishes washing my hair, uh, she sometimes just tops in for convenience so does she always wash your hair every time you shower yeah mostly so okay she's always washing your hair and then sometimes she gets in with you yeah why is she so good at cleaning your hair why does she have some sort of magic uh, touch? Uh, i don't know she's just um I feel that it's more cleaner when she does wash it. I don't know. Your hair looks like it. you washed it today, am I right? Yesterday. Yesterday? Did she help you yesterday? Yeah. yeah. It looks good. You have beautiful hair. It's probably because your mom. <laughs> Thank you. Are you and your mom close emotionally? 
uh, yeah, we are close. Uh, like we have problems like every other parent, but uh, we are close. Um, she, uh, she's uh, my, my mom also and my dad. They're divorced, and I'm the only child, so she's very protective of me. Mm, so your mom's single. Yeah. <laughs> when you're showering with your mom and she gets in there with you, are you checking her out? No, no, I don't know. I this is the thing. I I'm on the A spectrum, and so I don't usually get uh, attracted to people when I like them or when I don't. So I don't know what I feel. You know, I just. Uh, just like her body, I don't know. You like your mom's body? <laughs> yeah. But when you say you no. like it, you're like, I'm admiring it, like it's art? You're, there's no sense of, of sexual attraction? Uh, it's, uh, I, I think there is, but... Because when I told you I dreamt about her, yeah, that's why. That's when I... I, I'm like, yeah, I do, but I genuinely don't know what I feel for anyone. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I, I barely know, you know. <laughs> so it's a little confusing because you don't even generally feel sexual attraction. Yeah. What happened in your sex dream with your mom? <laughs> um. Yeah, um, from what I remember, we just uh, had sex. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you tell her about the dream? No, of course not. (laughs) uh, (laughs) She doesn't know I'm even attracted to girls, you know. (laughs) You said you aren't or she isn't? she isn't and she doesn't know that i am oh okay so you are attracted to girls yeah okay and if your mom was attracted to girls too would you make a move no 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 no, no. i think it's disgusting <laughs> like i'm disgusted by myself you know <laughs> but i just uh, i i also don't uh, i separate the, the body from the human I don't know, like, I've never liked someone and thought of them that way, you know? <laughs> I see. So, yeah, so I think that's why, you know, uh, it's just the body for me, you know? So when you're like, I like my mom's body, you're not even, like, seeing it as your mom? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay. What would you do if your mom made a move? No, no, of course not. And she was, of course, she's I'm my sorry, mom. I'm sorry, I'm just her. giving you a hard time. You said that your family knows that you guys shower together, um, but you're an only child. So yeah. who else knows? Uh, um, I uh, my uh, I know my mom's single, but she, we live with her family. We don't live alone. Okay, and do they do they tease you guys about it, or is that normal? Uh, uh, yes, yeah, sometimes they tease me. They're like, "Why don't you just do it uh, alone?" You know. <laughs> Yeah, well, what are you going to do when you move out? You Do you know how to wash your own hair? Yeah, I, yeah, I do know. I watched, uh, watched it a lot uh, alone. But, uh, it's just I, not the same. But I like it. 
it's brown. I just think it's some lighting that I have in here. Oh my god, my mom. She just keeps calling. It must be the light, yeah. <laughs> oh I'm my mom. Just place. keeps calling. <laughs> She's mad at me, my mom. Why? Because I sold her engagement ring for drug money. You do drugs? Yeah. Which ones? Uh, K. Um, E. L. O. L. What's O? Oxycontin? Yeah. Yeah. What's the next one after O? L. Okay, keep going. Uh, uh, um, N-O-P. N-O-P. I don't know what N is. QRS. Yeah, you're just going through the alphabet now. T U V. I did. I did buy. I did buy drugs with her money though, and she's very mad about it. Oh, well, she she ought to be. I mean, I feel like when you bring a child into this world, you're supposed to do all you can to make them happy. So, sorry, you can't have a ring on your finger. You know. I'm not mad at you. You're not mad at me. Hell yeah. Do you do drugs? Do you want to do them together? I like weed. I like marijuana. Oh, W? Sure. <laughs> What'd you say? Sure, you can call it W. I've never heard. That's what I call it. Use my phone. Skype's going crazy right now. Is your mom calling you? No. Hookers. Who is it? Bunch of hookers. Are you serious? I'm serious. Do you buy hookers? Oh, it's been a while, but... I'm back in the market for it, I guess. Well, why are they contacting you if it's been a while? I've just been going crazy with it lately, just like hitting them all up. You've been hitting them up? Yeah. What are you looking for? What do you think? Sex. Yeah, there you go. So you had sex with a hooker? My first time fucking was with hookers, yeah. Wow, Wow. how was it? I didn't know what the fuck (laughs) I was doing. You didn't know what you were doing? To this day, I don't even know if I can. Interesting. Have you maybe ever had- I didn't. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. It was uh, fun. Were you under the influence? Uh, no, not really. I think I was dead sober. How long ago was this? I'm 35. I was 19. So do the math. Of that, 16 years ago. Have you had sex not with a hooker? Of course. Okay. That's better. I prefer that. But sometimes you got to resort to it. Yeah, sometimes I just am in the moment. I need it right fucking now, you know? And, right. oh, okay, I can't get it from what's her name or whoever is going to, you know what I mean? Just do it normal. Fuck it up. Do you go up. somewhere or do they come to you? Honestly, I think that was my one and only experience with hookers. Oh, okay. but why, why? why are you in contact with all these hookers then? I don't know. I think I just have the urge to like, all right, fuck it. I got to do it again. Okay, so you did it once and now you're like dabbling and trying to find another hooker. I guess, yeah. I mean, in that situation, I was in a casino. They came up to me, really, and, like, started the whole thing. I was like, sure, let's do it. I had, happened to have a room at the time. Sure, let's go for the room, you know? How much did it cost? Oh, they got me bad. It was two of them at the same time, which was cool, but... That's uh, they hot. Each got, yeah, it was hot. Uh, they, they each got 500 from there. Oh, that is a lot. Yeah, but I, I had it at the time, so, like, it was no big deal. Sure. Can you, like, give me a little bit of a play-by-play of what happened? Do you have Instagram or Snapchat? I don't really use social media. Do you have an iPhone? I have an iPhone. Can we FaceTime? I'll, I'll be happy to tell you the whole story, but... 
I'm just worried if we get disconnected on here. Oh. Okay, yeah. Let me just we'll write it. Just, Hold on. You can just tell her. Hi, <laughs> 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 are you alone? Are am you I alone? alone? I am alone. Ooh, that was creepy. Are you alone? Yeah. Why are you asking if I'm alone? I don't know. Are you uh, like making radio show or? <laughs> oh, because of the because of this. Yeah. No, my brother's a gamer, so sometimes I use his equipment. Can you hold the mic again? God. Why? Are you being sexual with me? A bit. Are you are you straight? Of course. Of course. Ugh. I'm kind of grossed out by you. straight people. Oh my god. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Whoa. Why? Why are you being mean? That's not nice. Yeah, now play the victim, bitch. Oh my god, who hurt you? Let me see your address. Uh, oh my god, go to therapy! Whoa! What the fuck just happened? I hated that. Whoa, that was... Hostile. Wow, that was like the worst. Hey. What's happening? That's a very nice RE20 microphone you've got there. Oh my oh. god, how the hell did you know that? Because I own one. It's a fantastic microphone. Well, it is funny? a fantastic microphone. Can I just tell you, you kind of look like a burglar in that outfit. <laughs> Thank you. You were <laughs> the, the hamburglar or just a burglar? Oh, not, well, with your humor, I'm. it's giving hamburglar instead of okay, just cool. burglar. Awesome. The, yeah. the only good part about McDonald's ever was the hamburglar. <laughs> Maybe Grimace. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I had a recording studio for years. I work in live music. I had a, I was an engineer. Yeah, I got one of those. Oh, I, that's cool. Like one of my favorite microphones, kick drum, bass, and vocals. I mean, well, it's so versatile. It's the 57, the SM57 by Sennheiser is probably the only other microphone that can be used on every uh, instrument possible. No spawn. Um, can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. You're unbelievably normal. Why are you on here? Because I like to just talk to fucked up people, or okay. people that, or stumble upon. I just stumbled upon a girl that was doing uh, asking questions about uh, related to her psychologically, or excuse me, her psychology, uh, like that she's writing a paper and she was asking people questions, and we talked for like thirty minutes. It was so funny because she was like, "Yeah," since so she asked me a question, "What do you think about my speaking voice?" Because people tell me I have a podcast, and I gave her an answer that was like. Well, you're, you know, the way you're like the sibilance and the, the way your voice is the continuity of your voice. And she's like, whoa, like what? I'm like, yeah, like I, I know I work with singers. Like, you know, I work with bands. Like I know how to build a PA. Like I had a recording studio. I know what a voice should sound like through a microphone. How do, how's my voice? Also, is your yeah, name no, Mike? No, Mark. 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 No. No. Okay. okay. Like my, dad, my dad's name was Mark. Good guess. Sorry, I'm a little psychic. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Okay. We'll keep going. Um. Wait, what was the question? Oh, how's your voice? It's good. You you know, you keep, you should try and put that mic either like pointed down the same way. I mean, it's kind of the same as you have it now. You want to come at it as quickly. No, no, no. You want to come. <laughs> now it's a sad microphone. Um, 
<laughs> a limp microphone. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to go there. Um, it's, oh, uh, I appreciate that. This is chat roulette. Let's keep it family related, right? <laughs> True. Um, a lot of people don't. Like my penis is family friendly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's a like, tagline. I love the messages guys put. You know, I'm just like, whoa, really? Like, oh, okay. They're pretty bold on here. Uh, yeah. Some guy pretty. just told me to shut the fuck up, bitch, or something like that. Oh, cool. So he's a keeper to get his number? <laughs> yeah, we're going on a date. We're going on a date tonight. You're like, you treat me just like my daddy. Um, the, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Daddy. <laughs> I love this guy. Um, yeah, you got a good speaking voice. It's good. Thanks. You know, thanks. I appreciate it. With, with a high mid voice like yours, it's very, you definitely don't get to, and excuse the term, it's a pro, you know, eat the microphone. A lot of people eat the mic. Mm-hmm. Like hip hoppers just ruin it, you know, mm-hmm. because it's going to pick up so much of the high parts of your voice. So you're telling so, me not to eat the mic. Yeah, go about two inches off the back and maybe oh, turn up the gain. What are you plugged into? Just like a USB thing or? You're asking the wrong person. I have a confession. Yeah. You know how I can afford all of this stuff? Um, donations? <laughs> No, I steal a lot of other stuff so then I can From buy what? things. Really? You have like a, are you are you a klepto? I don't I mean I don't I don't like labels. So, <laughs> but um I do I'm st- sorry. Klepta wouldn't be that <laughs> That that's um, right. It's klepto to you. I just like like this outfit for example, like I stole it all from Goodwill. From Goodwill even. Wow. I know, because they're like a non-profit. That, that, yeah, bullshit, though. They, the CEO makes more money than, that, like, I'm not down with all those. Most of those agencies are not. Okay. Okay. So yeah. so you're giving me the A-OK to steal from Goodwill. From the Goodwill? I mean, you know, as long as you give some shit back every once in a while, I think it's like a trade. You know, you're just borrowing. I don't know if I give back, like, physically, but I think energetically I'm a gift to the world. <laughs> That's amazing. I have to remember that. Energetically. <laughs> I am a gift to the world. And honestly, I got to be honest with you. I guy whose dad's way. name is Mark, right? I feel the same way, actually. I'm I was like- just going to... I think you're an energetic gift to the world. I appreciate that. I really it's feel it. It's okay. One more guess of my name and then I'll tell you. Kevin. Oh, fuck. I hate that name. Chris. Chris. I I mean, I basically said Chris. Why do Kevin you is like Kevin? the Karen of... <laughs> do you, is there someone you don't like named Kevin or you're just like... No, it's funny. I actually like a few Kevins. They're all good. I just don't like that name. It just sounds like such a dick name. Right. You know, like, Fuck like Kevin. Chad. Right. Chad. Kyle. Oh, yeah. Just like butch asshole football. I bet the guy who called you to shut up, bitch, his name was Kyle Kevin or Chad. That was His whole name is probably Kyle Kevin Chad. <laughs> Kev Kai Chad? Yeah. What is your name? It's Alex. Alex. Lovely. With an X or... With a Y and an X. Ooh, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse I a, you. I have another favorite female friend named Alex. Really? Her name oh, is Alex favorite. Lily. That's Wait, you just said another favorite. Does that mean I'm your favorite? So far, yeah, for <gasps> sure. Well, well I you, have a, you have an RE20. Is that a light or do you have a very nice tinge of like red in your hair? Can I just, oh, can I just be honest with you? Because I really like you. Yeah. Oh, I'm filming a podcast. Yes. Yeah. See, you know what the hell you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Busted. I'm busted, but I busted did, myself. Did, did you lie about, about stealing? Yeah, it was someone else's secret that I'm confessing as my own. Ah, do you, do you take this information from people you, that you 
meet on here and then and then uh culturally no personally appropriate that's a good idea but no um it's, <laughs> it's my audience they give me their confessions and then i but someone did give me a good confession on here today that they the first time they lost their virginity was to a hooker which was really interesting but i will what? tell you this we are definitely we have a, a a timeline for our show and i like talking to you but we're probably going over so i gotta go Alex, you're amazing. Chris, as are you. Pleasure. I'm an I'm an energy. Oh wait, a positive energy for the world. What was it? Uh, a gift. Uh, I may not give to the energetic world. Energetic gift to the world. Energetic gift, and you are. And I hope you yes. sleep well, knowing that. I will. Thanks so much. Bye. Aww. Aww, that was nice. That was so nice. I needed that for my soul. After that other guy was the biggest douchebag I've ever met. Uh, true. Yeah, so cosine. Thank you for that, Chris. We love you. This episode goes to our going public's tits, (laughs) the stripper that that guy lost to, the two strippers that that guy lost his virginity to, and Chris. And Chris the Hamburglar. And the Hamburglar. It was so funny when that guy was telling us about, um, about hiring a stripper. I was like, we are a hooker. I was like, we're, we fully have a second going public caller right now. Like this is, <laughs> this was so unexpected. I don't know why I lost it when you said you looked like a burglar. <laughs> Just, I lost it. He was wearing a black hat. It was, so, it was so on point. It was like, why do you look like this? And the synchronicities, you were taught, you were sharing the secret about stealing from Goodwill. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> that was unplanned. I almost thought he was the soft white underbelly guy because he said he was on here talking to fucked up people. And I, and like, that's what, I don't know. He just kind of looked like him. I even Googled. I was oh, like, you could totally. Is that why you wanted me to ask him? Yeah, name I was, was like, what if, I was like, what if this is how he finds people? You know, I was oh. like, what a, that would be amazing if we ran That's into him on chat roulette. But wow. he said, I just thought that was interesting. It's a cool way to use chat roulette that we haven't come across yet. Let's move on to our round of applause. Oh, whoops. Let's move on to our round of applause where uh, we're going to speak or, you know what? Let me put this computer down and then we'll get into it. Guys, everyone, this is Brandon. Brandon, I'm so happy to have you here. Brandon is a studio engineer at Cast, and ever since I started working at Cast and have met you, you have been such a light in the days where I come in. I don't I don't think I've ever met anyone quite like you, to be quite honest. Mm. You're a very unique person, very positive. Always make always make me giggle a little bit. And uh, thought it was very interesting, dare I say a synchronicity, that you are a meditation coach. And we look to do something meditative and good for ourselves in this round of a pause segment. So I'm really happy you're here today to guide a meditation. Yeah, I appreciate the kind words. You're likewise a, a light. And I think uh, your proclivity for humor and uh, um improvisational sensibilities are strong and I think we have a similar taste for that in our media likely so I'm stoked to be on here and meditation isn't always super serious there's a lightness to meditation too and so hopefully we can bring a contrast between seriousness and uh, silliness with it is there anything you would uh, kind of a for anyone who's listening right now who's about to click off what would you tell them about the value of meditation well rationally speaking you like it would make sense you'd want to click off because 
being silent and sitting with your thoughts is actually a really scary proposition. And so it, it is a, uh, it's a behavior of bravery to sit with yourself and your thoughts. And I just want you to know that meditation isn't inherently relaxing. And sometimes it takes a little bit of sitting with discomfort in order to transcend that actual discomfort. What would you say the benefits are? Um, I mean, technically speaking, it's embedding a superpower into your being because you're rewiring your neural chemistry to perceive the world and your thoughts differently. Mm -hmm. And if you think of almost uh, a lot of the suffering uh, that you feel day to day, it's caused by your thoughts in your mind. So if you can rewire your relationship with your mind, I mean, think of any benefit that could come from bettering your mind, better sleep maybe a better relationship with food if that's your thing or more patience in your relationship with your loved one. I mean, it's infinite just depending on what you're contending with. Let's do it. Yeah. There's no time duration with meditation. There's not really many rules either. I'll just say what I like doing is I like sitting in a place where I'm not miserable. Um, you know, for a lot of people, that cold cushion thing makes your legs fall asleep. Like, it just sit somewhere where you're not miserable. Okay. Um, so we're in chairs here. You see cross-legged over there. You see I chose great. Make it nuanced to the self. I'm going to go hands palm down to signify grounding. But if you want to go hands palm up signifying receiving, that's beautiful too. And look, I just changed my mind um, because that's I realized I had that option. <laughs> I close my eyes to remove the visual stimuli, but feel free to gaze at the ground. Just don't look around and make your life harder. Basically, what I'm going to do is almost be a personal trainer for the mind, realize there's nothing special about me in this moment. It's all within you. I'm just kind of guiding you through some techniques. So we're going to start off real quick just by changing our awareness. There's nothing you're changing about you or your circumstances. Just going to notice the simple fact that you're even breathing right now. What happens if for the next short while... Just notice that you're breathing. Any emotion that arises... It's totally fine. Just come back to noticing that you're breathing. And now we are going to actually change something to bring ourselves to a physiological state in which we can have the best meditation possible. And we're gonna breathe in through the nose, purse our lips as if we were whistling, and challenge yourself to let out that exhale through your pursed lips as slowly as you can, knowing that that next breath in awaits. There's no rush to get there. Just do three rounds of these on your own at your own pace, in through the nose, out as slowly as you can through pursed lips.
And this next section now is going to take noticing the breath to the next level. It's going to be bringing in something called a mantra, which is something you repeat with each breath in and each breath out. It's like the weight for the mind. Now you can pick anything to repeat as you breathe in or out, but I'm going to take something thematically. We each use the word light uh, to describe one another at the beginning of this. So perhaps maybe we're going to breathe in and we breathe in, we can say, breathing in, I bring in the light. And then when we breathe out, perhaps we can say to ourselves, breathing out, I let go of the dark. Notice I'm not saying breathing in light, breathing out dark, but we're acknowledging they both exist. We're not repressing the dark. We're letting go of it. We see it. We're letting go of the attachment to it. So for a minute, you're going to breathe in. And when you do that, you're going to say to yourself, breathing in, breathing in the light or breathing in, I welcome the light, however you want to say it. When you breathe out, breathing out, I let go of the dark. Whenever you go astray, just call the thought thinking. Just notice it as thinking and come right back to the breath in that mantra. You are fully empowered to return back to your breath when you go astray. A minute on your own now. Letting a soft smile, one of those where your lips are still closed, but it's like a little grin come across your face as you do one more of those. And then we're going to wrap up with what I kind of think is just like a nice little experimental exercise of visualization. Usually when we do gratitude practices, if you have even done them, we like we journal them or we write down what we're grateful for. And it's a very cognitive exercise. We're like thinking of what we should be grateful for. But in this one, we're going to imagine that we're in a movie theater and we're watching a blank screen. Nothing's playing yet. And just imagining that you're watching this blank screen and notice what arises experientially on that screen, visually, audibly. Notice what arises when I say the word gratitude. What plays?
And as that visual starts to slowly fade away before you wrap and come to your senses, you can put to your hands to your heart optionally. If that's uncomfortable for you or too uncomfortable or too vulnerable, feel free to pass on this. And just as your heart beats, perhaps implement a little bit of gratitude for the fact that we have life in this moment. Maybe that just makes you more present or more motivated or more aware. Also validating if that is scary in any way too. Putting your hands back on your lap and just letting out one more breath and opening your eyes whenever you're ready to come back to the space. I love that. I'm very calm. Thank you. You're welcome. Amanda, do you feel good back there? That was so nice. Do you mind sharing what you saw in your gratitude screen? It was nature for me. Oh. What, yeah. What did you see on your screen? My friend Jess called me about an hour before I came here, and it was such a lovely conversation, and I just thought of my friend Jess. Aww. What about you? Did you see anything? No. It was, uh, today it was harder for me because I was, like, thinking about leading uh, the meditation, and so I didn't really, like, allow myself to fully get there. Mm. But I did allow myself to do the mantra. The visualization didn't happen for me today. Mm. But the mantra, I started to tear up, but the tears were, like, more at the back of my eyes. I haven't actually fully cried in a long time. All of my tears have been, like, staying at the back of my eyes. But I felt myself tear up, so that was nice. Interesting. Yeah. Coming to the surface. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely becoming more emotionally vulnerable the past few weeks. Why was there a shift for you in something? Um, I mean, I was out camping last week and like I had like a wild day where like I felt so emotionally vulnerable. Mm. It was like just like everything was stripped away. And I was like, wow, like my heart hurts. But like it also is like really full. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so uncomfortable. I want to like notice this. And yes, yeah, so I'm just going to write about it a little bit. I like I appreciate this conversation because I think part of meditation is is not denying the discomfort and the pain. It is knowing that it is a superpower when you learn to move through it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Repressing pain is I mean, it's a futile exercise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome. And for everyone listening and watching, if you enjoyed this guided meditation from Brandon, you can check his you can you have. Guided meditations online. Yeah. You also do in-person and retreats. Yeah. If you go to wisemindgentlesoul.com or follow wisemindgentlesoul on Instagram for all the info. Perfs. I'm going to be a client. Can I get a discount? Yeah. <laughs> Is that messed up to ask? No. <laughs> you should. I mean, if you want something, ask, ask, for, ask it. for it and you were polite about it. <laughs> okay. So that's good. I didn't say what that guy said to me on. You didn't uh, demand chat it. You didn't belittle me. You asked for it, and it, it and, and and it's a fair ask given the context. We're here, you know. You know me. It's okay. Well, I loved this. I'm curious to the audience if you guys enjoyed it because I would love to have you back on. I think it was really nice at the end of the show. I feel much calmer. It's a beautiful start and or end to mm. anything you're doing as like a transition. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap up the show. <laughs> Get back to your job. <laughs> Bye.
Okay, thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to follow, rate, and review Revealing Your Secrets, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, you're only as sick as your secrets, so send them to us. Go to speakpipe.com slash revealingyoursecrets to leave a voicemail or fill out the anonymous submission form at the bottom of my show notes. Today's episode of Revealing Your Secrets is a production by Cast Media. I'm your host, Alex Weiss. My producer is Amanda Elliott. My executive producers are Colin Thompson and Harris Lane. My editor is Arvin Lee. My technical engineer is Brandon Klein. And design and animations by Jeff Schweikart. I'll see you next time. <laughs>